We are back. Back in the saddle. I've said it before. I'll say it again. That's what I call this chair, Will. It's my saddle. This microphone's my horse. <laughs> Is this like a little Nas? <laughs> what? what a start theme. to today's show. Uh, the first thing we got to talk about, and it's like heavily requested, and some people are even angry that it wasn't covered on yesterday's episode. Uh, somehow, I wasn't invited or made aware uh, by Lenovo about this foldable ThinkPad X1. Now, I don't know if they noticed, but like, I got the carbon right here. I got the extreme at home. I'm using these laptops, so... Uh, give me a phone call, Lenovo, when you're about to drop the world's first foldable PC. Thank you very much. Don't worry, you still got time. You can hit up Willie Do, and uh, he'll figure it out. We should make a video about it, because this thing, this is wild. This is, it's like the foldable smartphone thing, but for a laptop. And it's running a full-out OS. It's not just a tablet in the sense of something like an iPad, it's it's a PC and it's foldable. And they've showcased why or how that could be interesting. And this is kind of the coolest. If you pause this frame right here, Will, the hinge acts like a hinge would on a laptop, but instead, while the display sort of folds up around. So the whole thing being a display allows you to have a digital keyboard on the bottom side. And then, of course, when you want the full screen experience, you flatten it out, you hold it up like a tablet. Now, this person is quick. Who's responsible? Who is that? I don't know. That's a quick digital typer. And this was what a lot of people were asking for when the foldable display tech started to emerge. Uh, I started to make videos on the Galaxy Fold and also videos on the Mate X, although I don't have that in my hands yet. And there, were, there was a subset of the audience. There were a lot of comments. People said, nah, this is the wrong implementation. It's not about smartphones. That's not where these flexible displays can shine, but instead in a tablet, because then we can get this, this tiny little package for something that's fairly large. Uh, essentially, that, that the extended functionality here in a laptop style form form factor may be more compelling than in a smartphone form factor essentially that there's more space to save with a laptop than there is with a phone because if you look at a, a traditional laptop like this guy you know hold that up it's half keyboard half screen so if i'm holding like this i mean Obviously, there's a lot of real estate left over if you're willing to give up the tactile keyboard. And you can see via these images, there's a number of ways to use it. They're even going to include, this is a prototype. I should be clear at the moment, this is nothing but a prototype. But they're, they're apparently going to include or give the option to use an external keyboard with a trackpad that's separate from the display. So the display can prop up in full size and you have this keyboard sitting here. Or you do the half fold. And you have the digital keyboard uh, to type on. I think this is very cool. It's obviously early. The crease is there, as, uh, as we, we talked about a lot and, and, of course, got used to, to varying degrees across the Internet with the Galaxy Fold. Some people hated it. 
Myself, I wasn't too bothered by it. I was more bothered by the crease in pictures beforehand than I was when I actually had the device in hand. So this one, it has the crease. This one even looks like it has some electrical tape on it, like over on the edges. It's a prototype. It's definitely a prototype. They do have specs, though. They do have some specs. Let's see what it says here. 13.3-inch OLED display. It's got to be OLED. 2K resolution. And when folded in half, you get two 9.6-inch displays. Uh, they don't talk about price, but they expect it to cost over $1,500. It's kind of it's kind of vague, but here's my problem, Will. You know I got to have one. It's my job, in fact. I got to cut through the noise. Signal-to-noise ratio. I live in that space. It's my thing. Yours, too, by the way. I seen you up there. Unbox therapy set. You, we bring you on. You're like, I don't know. I'm skeptical. We bring you in there. You're not too happy sometimes. No. You got a job to do. Mm -hmm. And I like that. I like that about you. Anyhow, my problem is this gets rid of the thing I like about laptops in general, which is an incredible typing experience especially from Lenovo. That's the whole reason I'm using this thing. I started with the keyboard and then wrapped the laptop around it. I chose the laptop based on the keyboard. Now you tell me I got to do digital typing exclusively? That's it. I don't know if I'm ready for it. Of course, everybody wants innovation and they're saying, Lou, you're tactile, you're keyboard there, physical keyboard, it's old fashioned. You don't need it. The future doesn't have it. Haven't you seen the uh, iPad commercials? Uh, what's a computer? What's a computer? Yeah, I saw the commercial. I know this is not the future, but I'm also an old man, 63 years old. So, what can you ask of me here? Okay, that's a lie. I'm actually, that's not true, but I'm just saying, if you, if you type on a system like this, there's something to it. You enjoy it. It's a, it's a whole experience. I have this one here. I have the uh, X1 Extreme at home. It's the same keyboard, very similar. And, uh, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm living that life. If I got to hammer out some, some metadata real quick, I'm in heaven. I'm a happy camper. I don't want to be tapping on a screen with no tactility. So that puts me in a weird zone with this new product from Lenovo. It puts me in a real weird zone. The thing I love about their laptops are the keyboards. And then with this one, I got to compromise. That said... As a consumption device, as a tablet, more in the tablet universe, and less as a replacement for this, then I'm like, hmm, fold it up, it's the size of a nine and a half inch tablet. Fold it out, holy moly. Students, consumption, airplanes, business travel. There's a lot of there's a lot of cases in which this could be very cool to have. So I'm optimistic in general. I love the new tech. I just have to get that out there because, you know, that's the thing. That's the personal experience coming into play. It, this keyboard to me is, uh, is the thing that I love about it. Is it the future? Yeah, probably. Maybe not this exact formula, but yeah, probably. I feel like we're all going to eventually get past this crease problem in our own minds. And we're going to say, look, man, unfolding and folding a screen, it's just, it's a cool Blade Runner type thing to do. Just like my experience with the Galaxy Fold. It's like, it's so futuristic when you actually engage with it yourself. So it's a matter of time. Is it this product? Is it the next one? I'm not sure. 
This is the X1 prototype ThinkPad. Staying actually on the topic of ThinkPads and Lenovo, uh, the laptops that I love, they're actually going to refresh them coming up very soon. Mm -hmm. Um, The X1 Extreme, they just came out with V2, announced it. You can't buy it yet, but they, they listed some of the specs. And it's an upgraded version of the first. Improvements all around. Uh, graphics, processor, and so forth. Interesting to me, some new screen options as well, including a 4K OLED display with 500 nits of brightness. Still waiting for that type of that type of brightness on the little guy, but but kind of nice to have on the big one. The craziest part about this X1 Extreme laptop, it's got it's got heavy duty horsepower, but the starting weight is 3.76 pounds for a workstation. 15 and a half inch laptop, that's pretty amazing. Ninth gen Core i9 processor options, GTX 1650. Look, it's uh, it's my favorite full size laptop, the Extreme. I probably still like this little guy better just for travel and whatnot. This is crazy thin. The battery life on the Carbon, they're coming out with a new version of this as well. Uh, what can I say? It's, it's just, that's my taste buds right now in the laptop universe. So if you're, considering something more practical instead of sitting around and waiting for the foldable version. I feel like these are two laptops worth looking at. The new version, V2 X1 Extreme, and of course the one that's on this desk, the X1 Carbon. I'm waiting for the next version of this. It's going to be actual carbon fiber pattern. On the back, I don't know how long I have to wait. Once again, Lenovo, send a message to Will. Tell us what we have to do. Yeah, uh, I think they're going to ship, uh, ship it out in June. What's so. that? Which one in June? Uh, the X1 Carbon. Oh, the new X1 Carbon. I think so, yeah. In June? Yeah. All right, Willie Do, he's, he does something around here. He's not just a pretty face. Yeah. He's getting work done also. He's not just watching um, dog videos. Yeah, it's only 50%. 50% of the time, it's dog videos. You're just scouting on behalf of Otis. You're just looking around. You got to see yeah. what's happening out there in the dog world. Uh. All right, next, what do I have here? What do you have? You got something. I'm gonna, we're going to go flip-flop back and forth. You got something, then I'll come back. I got something. My, my, actually, my laptop died. This is unbelievable. It's never happened on the show ever before. You see? That's what happens. Uh-oh. What do you got, Will? Um, so I came across this guy. He's, uh, I think he's kind of like a musician. Jeez, relax. Or like an engineer or both. But he kind of made this crazy contraption, which uh, basically it just runs by cranking. This guy looks like a mad scientist right here. He he kind of does. But wow, like, man, this this thing, it's just wait it a just second. Does music. this do any? What is he? What does this do? It plays music. Oh okay. I don't I don't know if I should uh, give us a little it. taste. A t- give me a tiny little taste. Ah, okay, you can kill it. But just by cranking it, like the marbles kind of go into like yeah. these intricate things. And this is what is awesome about it because there's so many parts. All, a lot of it's moving. So the, it's really so, cool. so the marbles themselves cycle back through. Yeah. I see. Uh, so what we're looking at here, it's this insane contraption. The video is called Marble Conveyor Belt Completed. Three and a half million views. Um, it's wheels and cogs and marbles and moving parts and tubes and there's a little drum and everything makes sort of a rhythmic 
sound and together they create music, it's an incredible contraption for a what seems like a simple reward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, a dude, it's not getting rich off this. Yeah, it's just so intricate that like every single piece, you know, if it's off by a couple millimeters, right. it, can, it can just probably just not work. You know, it kind of reminds me of something like a, if you ever look at the inside of a mechanical watch, mm-hmm. all the, and, and, and that's even more microscopic, but here it's like a large version of it where each component plays a role in, in maintaining the movement of this thing. That is insane. I'm just, I'm catching a glimpse now of the marbles going up this conveyor, down this slide. This man is uh, incredible, unusual, very yeah, cool nonetheless. It's very ASMR. So if you're very that, ASMR, okay. It's, it's pleasing. So, Willie Do Tip, if you're looking for an ASMR hit this evening, uh, we just gave you your search. Marble conveyor belt completed, and then you can get back to us and let us know if Willie Do was right or if it was an ASMR miss. Yeah. Because when it comes to ASMR, it's hit or miss. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, I'm going to go back to laptops real quick, if you don't mind. It's, it's kind of a laptop-centric episode, but that's because a lot of stuff is happening in laptops right now. We'll type in the Omen X2S from HP. Omen X2S. It is a very weird laptop. So this thing, look at this, nine hours ago. Again, HP, they don't care about us. They don't give us a chance to look at this laptop. But they get Engadget instead. Nothing wrong with that. I appreciate it. They got some nice photos for us to look at. So we'll shout them out. Engadget, there you go. Look at this insane thing. What, what's going on here? This kind of reminds me, this is like the smartphone marketplace where it's becoming harder and harder to differentiate one product from the next. You could say the same to a certain extent with gaming laptops. I mean, we could have Dave 2D in here. He'll tell you what's what. He'll be, he'll be upset, angry. This one just adds a display for, for, for not much of a reason. I mean, it has a reason, and it does have a cool factor. It does look cool. But apparently on this display, you could put Discord, you could browse music on Spotify, you could stream Twitch or YouTube, uh, you could set up dedicated hotkeys. So basically above the keyboard on this laptop, the Omen X 2S 15 from HP, there's a six inch display, which works in tandem with your actual 15 inch display. And on that display, you can see different aspects. You could see the uh, specs, the status of your laptop, the temperature that it's running at, or you could use it for hotkeys. You could use it for a number pad. It's another touchscreen above your keyboard on your laptop. It's a kind of a cool look, but as far as functionality is concerned, could be a gimmick. Could be. I don't know. I could try it out in real life. Maybe there's a great use for it. Of course, one thing to note, because they've done this, they've shifted the keyboard all the way down to the edge like some other gaming laptops out there. Some people like this. Some people do not. So the keyboard itself comes to the very bottom edge of the laptop, and the trackpad moves over to the right-hand side. We've seen this before on some other laptops. Some people love it. Some people hate it. But that's the way it's implemented here. So another weird gaming laptop. That thing's going to be expensive. Will, I should also mention a very important news story here on WhatsApp. 
And I hope everybody's made it to this point in the video because there's a lot of WhatsApp users out there and there's been some, some spyware situation, a spyware attack uh, has potentially compromised anyone who uses WhatsApp. If they were targeted specifically, they could currently be compromised uh, unless they update. So the good news here is that we now know about this particular exploit and WhatsApp has patched it, fixed it, if you go ahead and update. But it's kind of a weird, a scary vulnerability, in fact. If you scroll up a little bit here, Will, the the way that this worked is that it could get into your entire communications. It could basically intercept. It could unencrypt, decrypt your WhatsApp communication and get access to essentially everything you're transmitting through WhatsApp. And WhatsApp, of course, very important messenger uh, probably the most widely used messenger owned by facebook tons of users will give us a quick google on how many whatsapp users are out there in the world it's an incredible number i heard it earlier 1.5 billion you believe this 1.5 billion users like what other app can claim that i mean i guess facebook probably and that's that's probably that but it's it's bananas how many people use WhatsApp. So that's why this news is so important. You should go on Android, on iOS, patch this thing right now. Now, the way that this exploit had been used was to target human rights activists. Like, this is the crazy part. Uh, they believe it was somehow involved in various human rights situations uh, going after journalists and things like this. Kind of a wild story. Uh, on Sunday, the lawyer received two calls that John Scott Wright Rylton, a senior researcher at the University of Toronto Citizen Lab, believes were part of the attack. Citizen Lab is an academic security research group that investigates digital threats to society, groups, and online freedom of expression. So these are the types of people that were being targeted. It was, they, they were going after whoever got control of this particular exploit was going, they had a very uh, specific agenda. This is a vulnerability that would have enabled attackers to take over a phone with a missed call. That's incredible. So it's a, it's a pretty wild situation. You can dive a little deeper if you're interested in this kind of thing. But ultimately, the takeaway, the important part, is go update your WhatsApp. And it, apparently this exploit has been patched. But it's the that's the future warfare type stuff, Will. Mm -hmm. It's cyber digital, attacks. cyber information warfare that's the future of that so here's what you do on iphone open the app store select your updates select whatsapp update on android play store tap the three lines in the upper left corner update your whatsapp force the update on either platform consider yourself warned we're doing some serious work out here well saving the world mm -hmm. i mean you probably already heard about this but we got to get it out there anyways yeah it's important all right what do you got well you got another story for us or what Are we going to questions? Did you even set up questions? Oh, you got a story. Okay. <laughs> this one's actually pretty funny. All right. So San Fran is so expensive that people are using parking spots as offices. What? Yeah. So uh, this landlord created an app. It's called uh, We Park. And he owns a couple parking spaces and basically rents them out to startups. 
this is that's too much. I can't handle that. And there are pictures of people literally um, have their desk set up in the middle of the sunny day in the, in the middle of the street. This is just working on their computers. Like okay, right so beside cars, they got they got these little pop up tables and and fold up chairs, and they're in the street having meetings, wearing headphones. That's not it's not cool, man. Like that's the bottom line. It's not cool. But there's really nothing they could do. Well, well, Jack, they can't. I bet they can't go to a Starbucks because they're probably all jammed. If the rent is so high, you probably can't get a table at a Starbucks. You know, that's probably what everyone's thinking. So what does it say there? Go, okay. I have set up at 16th and Market and paid the meter a reasonable 275 for one hour. Stop by and say hi. This is out of hand. I mean, I feel bad for these people. They need a place to work and the weather's nice, nice so go for it. But you got to believe the city can't, the city can't want this to to go on it seems yeah. dangerous you got people posting up having conferences in in the street like this yeah. some car swerves and there's not even a curb there to protect them this can't go on for long uh, it, it looks like it's working right now the experiment struck a nerve considering the skyrocketing rent in the california metropolis it picked up widespread press coverage Great first official day of Wee Park. We had three events across the world today. France, Santa Monica, and 30-plus different spots in San Francisco. This ain't going to last. Come on now. Is this a, just some type of viral story? What's going on here? Are you going to click? That, get out of here with this picture. The setup in this parking spot with their outfits and their Logitech speakers. Stop it. This is a joke. Come on now. <laughs> what? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not in San Francisco. I don't know what the the situation actually is. But is this really a thing that's needed, or is it like a cool uh, look? Where we're in San Francisco, so we do we do we do things differently. Like we got a startup for everything. Yeah. Well, they do have like a startup mentality there. Yeah. And we got a startup for everything. Hey, look, there's an empty parking spot. Yeah. Well, real estate is insane there. So, you I mean, know what? I, I don't really care. I'd rather, I don't know what I'd rather do. I'd, I'd drive half an hour to find a spot. That's what I would do instead of uh, sitting on the side of the road, man. This is a rest. I mean, seats right beside. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll show you a picture right now. This guy's posted up. The table is in the parking spot. But over on the left-hand side, there's a brunch place with a billion empty chairs that are actually on the sidewalk, on the patio. Yeah. It's ridiculous, Will. I'm sick and tired. I'm sick of it. Look, I've been to San Francisco. I understand the, the, the rent is expensive. Maybe this whole thing is a joke. Maybe, Maybe we're going off right now and none of this is real. Kirk's nodding his head. I don't know if I can trust this. Maybe the whole thing is set up. As a scam to get us to talk about it, this Victor dude, I don't trust anything. <laughs> I don't trust anything. I'm starting to wonder now. There's got to be a patio. There's got to be a, yeah. a table and chair somewhere. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know either. Okay. All right. We're going to back off this one. It's a bit too risky. <laughs> you have some questions, Will? Any? Yeah. Couple? Okay. What was Lou's first job? That's the question. I like it. Get right to the point. 
Um, it depends what you how far back you want to go. Would 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 you guys consider having a paper route to be a job? Oh, I had a paper route. Yeah, if you got paid for it. Uh, I delivered papers Sunday Sun. The Toronto Sun came out on Sunday, right? I delivered the Toronto Sun. And that meant you had to also stuff the papers. That was the toughest part of the job, actually. So back then, you know, a newspaper. What it? Wow, listen to what I'm saying right now. Newspaper. That's crazy. Who's looking at newspapers anymore? Nobody. Anyhow, children, back in the old days, there was a thing called newspapers. And people read them, I guess. Yeah, look. Yeah, Will, you got to show the people what these are. Okay, I get it. They're still out there. But that's the, there's another newspaper called The Sun in the UK. But the Toronto Sun is the one that I delivered. Anyway, back when people got their information from printed pieces of paper, uh, the, the, the papers themselves were supported by advertising. Obviously, I guess they still are. And you had flyers that would go in the middle in different sections. And for some reason, they would come from different print shops. Maybe they were a little different, actually. The flyers were higher quality. So I think that the brands that would have the advertisements in the flyers would spend a little bit more. So if you had like Walmart or I don't even remember what the ads would be in, on the flyers. But you would get them in two separate sections. You would have to go, I think, at like 5 a.m. and pick up the two different sections and then put the flyers inside of the newspaper. It was, we used to call it stuffing. Stuffing the papers. Then after you did that, you had to twist it up, put it in a bag. And this took a while, man, depending how big your route was. I hated this part compared to actually just delivering the papers. That was fine. I didn't mind that. But I had a pretty small route. It was I delivered these papers to probably 40 houses in the hood. And the best part was that around Christmas time, when you went to collect, this is wild. You got to collect the money for the papers as well. They, it's not like they have a credit card on file or something. They pay you. You bring the stub so you can show how many times they got the paper that month or whatever it was. And then they'd, they'd have to pull out their cash. And Anyway, the upside of that was that around the holidays, they would tip you if they liked you. If you presented yourself well and you went to the door and you were like, hi, I'm the little kid that brings your paper. I got, I remember one time I got a card with $25 in it. Merry Christmas. Wow. And uh, I was, that was very exciting times. Well, very exciting times. The other thing was you would get to, uh, since you were up so early, what we would do, I, I did this with a friend of mine. We would go for breakfast. We would find, we would test out the different diners after we were done. We'd meet up and go do that. So great times i mean no i guess you can't have that job anymore maybe some people have that job but it's it's not as many as it used to be paper boy the video game was cool as well the game boy game another throwback right there but you this guy would throw it through the window and stuff like that i never did that i made sure the windows were fine in fact i would place it down on the mat i didn't even throw it at the end of the driveway i would bring it to the mat because i was already thinking about that christmas bonus so i would bring it to the mat all right so even back then Attention to detail, Will. What do you got next? Hello, Lou. If you were to choose a favorite video from the Unbox 
therapy channel, what would it be? I get, you know what? I don't get asked that question, but I get asked my favorite gadget, which is kind of probably like my favorite video. And I get asked that question a lot. Oh, man, that's hard. Favorite video. Can I say Jack reveal? <laughs> Jack would love me to say Jack reveal. You see, this is, uh, I wonder how it's aged, to be honest. But I mean, this this is really not what they're asking, I guess, because this is so different from our typical videos. Yeah. So this is Jack. He's going up the stairs. Very creepy. Lights are already on. I, I think we might need a V2 revisit. I want to see a remix. Wow. The drama. You got to cut it here. We got to send people to go watch the actual thing. All right. Uh, the Jack reveal. That was fun. That, uh, you know what else? What was the video, Will, where I was like, do I unbox the thing or don't I unbox it? Was that the iPhone 8? That might be, that was another video that was way different. And it looks like it's about to be a regular video. And then it's a whole different ball game. Jack, you like this one as well. You're smiling over there. This was, uh, we were feeling inspired that evening because we shot it at night. And man, well, it just it just took a different turn. It okay, is not. Unboxing time. The iPhone 8. What do you have? You have a portrait mode on wow. there. All right. The audience, they want to see it. The fans want to see it. You know what? You don't have to do it. You don't have to do this one. <laughs> All right, you can cut that one, Will. You can cut that one. Look, that's another one to go check out. Those are, those two are a bit different. Uh, the one that I like to reference if you're looking for a typical unboxing video is the DVLA speaker because that thing legitimately blew me away, and then that moment was captured. I had I didn't know what to expect from that speaker, and then it just was bananas. And I actually made a video on the newer version of it as well. But this one's now at like 13 million views. If you haven't seen this video, you should go check it out. It's, uh, it's a very fancy, unusual Bluetooth speaker. And, pre and, and a lot of people reference this video to me. If, uh, if they see me in public or something, they're like, man, what about that speaker? How good is it? Is it that good? And, well, the truth is it is. But if you haven't seen the video, you should definitely go check out that one as well. So there's a couple recommendations of my favorite videos, a few of my favorites that are on the on the Unbox Therapy channel. Uh, but that's good. I think we can leave it there for the day. It's uh, It's been a fabulous, it's been a wonderful time. A little bit less drama today than yesterday, and I don't mind that one bit. I got a new microphone, which, I, I mean, I just, I'm really excited about. Because a little another little backstory, I had, I've had various uh, different phases in my life, one of which was uh, you really getting into audio gear, specifically, uh doing some recording and things like this on the music side so i'm still a bit of a i'm still a little bit in the gear zone you know well you already know this because you're sitting beside all these wires and cables and you have uh some nice equipment beside yourself as well so uh that's always exciting what a time what a time to be alive there's uh there's always something that can be done no matter even if the, the chips are stacked against you, there's always something that can be done. And who knows? We might be back tomorrow. It might happen. So thank you very much for joining. 
We truly appreciate your presence. And we don't exist without you. Well, we do. Just not here. You can cut it.